Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. The Guardian. Nasima lives among the wreckage of her house in what was once a prosperous district in Kabul. Her life was shattered by a rocket attack two years ago, which killed two of her five children and left her disabled. As a widow, she's the sole supporter of her surviving family. Simply keeping them fed is an uphill task. Between 1996 and 2001, the Taliban controlled roughly three quarters of Afghanistan. Life was hard, no more so than for women. The risk was that the Taliban announced girls' education ban. No one should be involved in girls' education uh, programs. So like, we, we were like against so-called uh, law, and they were announced if they find, they will put their family or one who ran a school, they will put them in jail. During their five-year rule, the Taliban prohibited almost all education for girls and women, forcing women like Saraya Paksad to take action. Action that could have seen her and her family arrested, or worse. If Taliban come in to any houses where we are providing girls' education or we are teaching girls, we have to put all education materials and just burn them. Do not leave any document to prove that we are involved and engaged with the education program. This is Small Changes, a podcast about how sometimes the seemingly smallest change can have the biggest impact. This week we learn about an Afghan woman who risked everything to make sure that girls in her country had access to an education. I'm Lucy Lamble. We expand our activities from a one room and three bedroom apartment uh, to, to the provinces of Afghanistan. And currently we are in 29 provinces of Afghanistan. Like 200 plus staff are providing legal aid and legal support, as well as like women protection, legal and social protection uh, to those uh, 29 provinces of Afghanistan. Soraya Paksad is a women's rights activist who founded the Voice of Women organization, an NGO that fights for gender equality for all. Uh, Where are you talking from today? I'm talking from Geneva, uh, where I came uh, to participate in uh, Geneva Conference for Afghanistan. Soraya is the ninth of 15 children. She was raised in a busy household in the province of Herat, in the west of the country. 
from fourth grade to twelfth uh, grade, I studied in Herat, and then I moved to Kabul for for university because at that time Herat didn't had any university. Um, so I was very keen to continue my education in a higher level. Then I moved to Kabul. And how did you learn English? Yeah, my English is just self-taught. Uh, it has another story. At the time of Taliban, I was just sitting at home and I start reading books, English books, and watching some international news through a secret satellite uh, TV on my roof. Uh, in a very risky situation, but I was very keen to follow the news. Her childhood, especially her time at school, was every now and again interrupted by violence. And still I remember that the day that we just get out from this school and a man on riding bicycle just shot on the headmaster, the principal of this school, heads, and she just died in front of all of us. Sarai says when she was 12, the head teacher of her school was killed by a member of an extremist group because she chose not to wear a headscarf. And I was not able to, to digest that message or that kind of attack, why it's happened. And always I was thinking how I should do some things to, you know, to raise voices that women has the right to be free if they want to wear a scarf or not, if the way they would like to dress, it is, it's up to them. No one should decide about them. Seeing her head teacher shot and killed would not be the only horrific thing she would see during her school years. So they um, shoot and threw some missile to the schools. And I lost two of my classmates. We saw their bodies are you know, like fall apart. And then the school closed for six months. But again, we start uh, coming back to the school. But I was lucky that I was belong to a very educated family, which they pushed us to go back to the school. But many families stopped sending their girls to the school due to the fears created on that, that time. And now many of girls in my age, they were from the same generation, we were the same school, they are not educated today. They stopped going to this school because of that situation. Despite all of the obstacles, Soraya went on to graduate with a degree in literature. But she never stopped thinking about the women who didn't get the opportunity to finish their education. When the school was closed and I was thinking, so Soraya, what can you do for the people of your country? What can you do for the girls uh, who are going to be without education in front of your eyes? Then I decided why I should not teach them. I am educated women and I can teach them. It doesn't require any financial support, nothing. I can contribute my time and my, my home. Soraya's desire to share her education grew during the Taliban's time in power. In 1998, she took a huge risk and defied the education ban. I established a girls' school in my small um, three-bed rooms apartment uh, for girls' education program. I called for my neighbors uh, to send their girls and I can teach them for free. And I was thinking that's the only things that I can do and I can contribute to the girls' education. As word spread that Soraya had started a school for girls, demand for her lessons expanded quickly. And then I saw the demand is going higher than I expected. I met two shifts, morning to noon, noon to afternoon, and then still uh, people keep uh, sending their girls to me. 
and then I ask my friends to do the same and then I encouraged them and I told them I know it is it is quite risky but that is our responsibility to do some things the generation will be the future generation will ask us will questioning us what do you have done for us when when there was the situation was difficult the risks associated with the operation also grew we had 10 girls home school in 10 different districts of Kabul city all secret underground in a very, very risky situation that we were running those schools. Like, we, we were like against so-called the law, and they were announced if they find, they will put their family or one who ran a school, they will put them in jail. One of the things that Soraya struggled with when running the school was protection of both her students and her home. So there was nothing to protect us. There was no um, organization. There was no even information how to protect ourselves. But we just set up a very, very simple protection mechanism and just to um, have a gallon of kerosene in each house and uh, be very well prepared that if Taliban come in to any houses where we are providing on girls' education or we are teaching girls, we have to put all education materials and just burn them. Do not leave any document to prove that we are involved and engaged with the education program. And it's happened in two of our schools. They enter to the school, they, they search the room, they couldn't find any document to prove that we were involved with the education program. But we had to move from that house immediately. We had to change the school to the other street. And even my teachers and my friends and myself have to move from one area to the other area to do not be recognized. Soraya was determined to give as many young girls an education as she could. But a few years after opening the first school, she turned her attention to older women too. Two years after running schools for girls, I realized the life of women are in great risk. Uh, Women are in desire, need of support because women are running families and most of them are widows. They lost their husband in the war and conflict in Afghanistan and they are heading family. So uh, they, they, they need support. And I was thinking how we should provide some kind of income generating activities and how we can support them because I was thinking girls' education is very important but at the end of the day, uh, girls will be educated, but if I focus on women's um, issues and women's problem, at the end of the day, the whole family will receive support from uh, any support and help that we are providing for women. After the break, we'll hear how Soraya went on to create the Voice of Women NGO and why she believes it's so important to fight for all women's rights. It is a kind of message for for many big guys that violence against women and sexual abuse is uh, unaccepted. Still, we have this power to stop them, no matter which position they have and uh, how, how much powerful that person is. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Today in Focus is a new Guardian podcast that brings you closer to our journalism by getting behind the news every weekday. You'll join me, Anushka Astana, talking to people at the centre of the big stories impacting our world. We'll use personal perspectives and expert analysis to put you at the heart of what matters. Listen to Today in Focus and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you choose to listen. Welcome back to Small Changes. I'm Lucy Lamble. This week I'm talking to Soraya Paksad, a women's rights activist from Afghanistan. In the skies north of Kabul, US jets crisscrossed each other as they waited to bomb their Taliban targets. When the September 11th attacks happened in 2001, the then US President, George W. Bush, ordered Operation Enduring Freedom. Al-Qaeda and the Taliban have made a serious mistake. And because our military is brave and prepared and courageous, they will pay a serious price. US and British forces launched airstrikes on Taliban and Al-Qaeda targets in Afghanistan, and eventually the Taliban regime was toppled. This meant that Soraya was able to register her organization and so, the Voice of Women was founded. Our organisation, or myself, administrates five women's shelters in western region of Afghanistan. Women's uh, protection centres and family guiding centres are the two centres that they are providing safe refuge uh, for girls, as well as family counselling, legal aid counselling, psychosocial counselling, to young girls and women who are fleeing from situation of violence, mostly from forced marriages, child marriages, and um, domestic violence, and uh, reaching our shelters or safe houses to provide them safe refuge, uh, and also provide them health services, provide them legal aid and legal support and psychosocial support to them um, until um, solve their problem, they will stay in our uh, safe houses. Soraya highlights one case from a few years ago of a particular girl she was able to help through the organisation. She explains that the young girl had been kidnapped and raped, so she turned to the Voice of Women for help. A young girl, a 16-year-old girl, was kidnapped and sexually abused and raped by four men. She was really an innocent girl with no support. And when we investigated who is the perpetrator, he was a commander of having 300 soldiers around him. 
and his son, his bodyguard, and one man, which is still unknown, are sexually abused and raped that girls. And so has, has the case been proven? Yeah, we proved the case and we gathered all evidence, even it was so risky, but with the support of my, my colleagues and with the, with the other um, connection that I had, finally we put that man behind the bar and he was convicted for 18 years to be in jail. And so is he still in prison? Yeah, he's in prison and his son is in prison. And finally, that girls uh, receive kind of relief and she's very happy now. She went to another province of Afghanistan. She settled and she's continued her life with her mom and um, her family. For Saraya, getting justice for this young girl was important for many reasons. It is a kind of message for, for many big guys that violence against women and sexual abuse is uh, unaccepted. Still, we have this power to stop them, no matter which position they have and uh, how, how much powerful that person is. Through this work, Soraya has also fought for women's rights on a political level. In 2010, she took part in the Lawyer Jirga, or Grand Council, a large national gathering that brings together representatives from the various ethnic, religious and tribal communities in Afghanistan. It's traditionally a male preserve. The, the reason that always I'm emphasizing in women participation in, in peace process and all dialogue and all walks of life is that the presence of women, uh, even in, in traditional society like Afghanistan, can make a change. With participation of uh, nearly 400 women on that um, lawyer out of 1,500 men, I was uh, very lucky that I was selected as a head of a committee. There was 28 committee uh, working in a different subject. Um, and election of the committee leader was, it was like an election. The men or women and everybody should, uh, should uh, vote for that person. And so our participation showed how powerful the message will be when women and men have their voices together in such very important decision um, about the future of Afghanistan. Soraya was in Geneva at the end of November to speak about what has been achieved in Afghanistan with regards to human rights. She still feels, however, that there's an awful lot more that needs to be done. Violence against women is still dramatically continue. Um, the conflict creates lots of displacement and people are moved from their area because of the war. And women and children are the most victim of that kind of circumstances um, in, in Afghanistan. You know, the security of Afghanistan is dependent to this peace talk. Uh, the peace talks are uh, unfortunately like um, unseen uh, talks are happening without fully uh, meaningful participation of women. We are concerned the 17 years achievement will be somehow um, compromised by supporting Afghan women organization, mostly um, you know, Afghan women organization, uh, to continue their support and protect women um, and children from uh, abuse and violation. Uh, we will be able to uh, protect more women and children in future. So what advice would you give to young men and women who want to make a difference in Afghanistan today? How do you encourage them? I believe um, no country can truly prosper uh, without the full participation of its female population 
in the nation building um, of a country. We as a women of Afghanistan and young generation have to do some things. We will be in a better situation hopefully one day. We have to act today, we have to raise our voices, we have to push government of Afghanistan to fulfill its commitment towards Afghanistan, and we have to raise our voices. And I'm sure we will be in a better situation, and I'm very, very much um, hoping that one day Afghanistan should stay among the helping hand and not anymore among the receiving hands. Huge thanks to Soraya Paxad for joining me this week. If you think you know anybody who has a small changes story to tell, you can email us at podcasts at theguardian.com. Small Changes is produced by Danielle Stevens, and I'm Lucy Lamble. Thanks for listening. For more great podcasts from The Guardian, just go to theguardian.com slash podcasts. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.